to those of you listening today, we've got Sarah on the line and she's got a juicy question for us that I think many of you will resonate with. Um, and especially if you're an entrepreneur, but you don't have to be an entrepreneur to resonate with this question that Sarah's posed, which is a fear of really being resented for being successful or, you know, having that silence or unsaid um, judgment that may come across because you're successful. So we're going to jump into that. Welcome, Sarah. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for being here. Um, so we're going to dive right in. And so tell me a little bit about this fear of, you know, being resented for being successful. Tell me more about that. Um, so I lived on my own in North Carolina for about 10 years and then decided that I was going to move back to New York City, where I'm from, to fully pursue a career in music. Um, and I ended up crashing with my parents for a while just to, you know, get stable because New York rent is not cheap. Um, and over time, I built a business and started making more and more money. Um, but I had this belief that I needed to stay there uh, just to pay off debt and, um, you know, save. But as my business started growing and I started making more money, I could sense <laughs> like this silent resentment from my parents uh, with me being there. Um, so like, for example, you know, I started taking better care of my body and uh, investing more in like higher quality food. So I would like, you know, go to the store and get a steak or go to the store and get organic chicken and cook. And, you know, my family would be like, oh, look at her. She, you know, she, she's eating really well now. And you could just tell like there was all this resentment attached. So as a result of, you know, the resentment and just other things that were coming up, it just wasn't in a good fit anymore. We were really, really bumping heads a lot. So I ended up moving out. And because my income has grown a lot, I was able to get what is considered to be like a luxury apartment for Brooklyn. Um, and, you know, my, my parents kept asking how much I was paying for rent and I just avoided <laughs> that question altogether. Um, and I've just, like, even when, when I started, because I avoided the question, the response was, oh, you're rich now. And it was said with so much resentment and I could just feel myself cringing every time I heard it. And there's a part of me that's like, wait a minute, this is supposed to be a good thing. I'm supposed to be welcoming the label or the feeling of being rich. And it doesn't feel good being called rich. It's almost like I'm being called rich as like a slur. Um, mm -hmm. So the next phase of my life and career is I'm about to release music. I'm about to take my, my personal music career to the next level. And I'm just realizing that this fear of being resented, it just carries across the board. So like as, you know, my students um, are coming into my new space because I teach lessons. As my students come into my new space, they look around and they're like, oh, this apartment is big. And I'm finding myself cringing whenever they say that. Um, or, oh, this is a really nice place. Oh, look at this neighborhood. I'm just like, oh no, don't look at me. Don't, 
there's a part of me that's just like, stop noticing that I'm doing well because you're going to hate me for it. Mm. Um, there was even a student who was like, oh, this place is really nice. I'm kind of jealous. And I know it was said kind of jokingly, but yet there's a part of me that's like, no, <laughs> you really are jealous. Um, and yeah, I just, I, I don't want this block moving forward. <laughs> um, Cause there are just, the, I know that this block will get in the way of my dreams and it'll get in the way of me continuing to grow my income and make the kind of money that um, I, I desire to make moving forward. Yeah, that's great. Okay, so the feeling that kind of crops up when somebody notices that you're doing well financially, whether it be like through your apartment or where you live or how you dress or what you eat, is it, is it that you're going to hate me? Yes. Because I'm doing well. Yes. Okay. And I don't want you to hate me. Yes. Obviously. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. So um, when you were younger, tell me about what your relationship was like with your mom and your dad. And it may still be the same. The reason I always say younger is because sometimes it changes over time. So I'm just curious what it was like when you were younger. So my relationship with my mother was very, <laughs> the one word that comes to mind is control. I always felt like um, I was out of control and she was always trying to control me. So that came down to like when I was in elementary school, I was the only child in the school that was required <laughs> to wear a uniform. <laughs> the uniform was optional for everyone else, but my mother was like, no, you're wearing a uniform. Um, when I was getting ready to go to high school, I, um, passed an audition to do like this arts program. And my mother was like, nope, you're not going to that school. You're going to the more prestigious school that I want you to go to. So, um, even as an adult, a lot of the times when me and my mother bumped heads when I was living with them is because I interpreted just about everything that she said as a form of her trying to control me. Um, and in hindsight, sometimes it was, sometimes it wasn't. <laughs> but that is like the, the energy of our relationship, or it has been. Um, with my father, my father is a perfectionist. So I feel like uh, my entire life has been like just trying to get him to approve of me and be proud of me. Um, so just thinking about things that, you know, we got spankings for as a child, like it was never like me being rude or disrespectful or a quote unquote bad kid. It was things like, oh, you didn't clean your room. <laughs> so, um, and, and <laughs> my mother worked a lot. So I feel like I had more resentment towards my mother because she wasn't there. And I feel like I gave my father a pass for a lot of the things that, you know, may not have been <laughs> ideal um, just because he was there and he's very like um, calm and relaxed for the most part. Like he's a very easygoing, you know, makes a lot of jokes that type of person. So just based on like personality alone, I gravitated more towards my father because he's more laid back as opposed to my mother being very high strung. But as an adult living with them for a few years, I realized that, um, yeah, that's when I really started to realize like this sense of trying to 
have my father approve of me. And I noticed that that pattern kept coming up in relationships and like that pattern was everywhere. And, and, um, the other thing that has come up a lot in my relationship with my parents and just our family dynamic is that no one talks about when they're upset. So like my mother will hold on to when she's upset for a long time until it just like becomes this like angry rant explosion. And my father will just hold on to pain and never talk about it ever. And that's just something that I've realized within the past eh, month or so. Um, so yeah, those are the, the general themes that continue to come up with my parents and my relationship with them. Okay. Okay, great. And so when you were younger with your mom and it feeling like she was controlling everything, like what, if you can kind of tap into that little girl that was told you have to wear a uniform, what did you feel inside? I felt trapped. And the, the phrase that's coming up is, it's not fair. <laughs> like, why am I the only person who has to do this? Yeah, trapped and it's not fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Is there any emotion coming up for you as you're saying it? Um, sadness? Yeah. Yeah, what's the sadness? It's... The underlying thought is like, what's wrong with me? <laughs> Why, what is it about me that makes you feel like you have to control me all the time? Mm -hmm. Like, why don't you trust me? Why don't what you are trust you afraid me? of? Mm -hmm. Why can't I do it right? Yeah. Yeah, why, why don't you trust me? Yeah, okay. Good, and then, some of these questions are gonna feel a little random, but I'll kind of bring it all together when okay. you'll see. You'll see. Okay. Um, who do you feel the most judged by right now around your success? Is it mom or dad or both? Dad. Is he the one making the most comments or is it just the unsaid stuff? It's the unsaid stuff. Mm -hmm. And so my mother, she's like I said, she, she's high strong. She's a hustler. You know, when she needs extra money, she'll go work overtime. She'll do, she needs to do to make her money. So although she may look at me and be like, you're rich at the end of the day, on some level, I think that she's proud of me. Um, my father, um, although I sided with him as a child, because I liked his personality more, I realized in hindsight that um, he kind of has a victim mentality when it comes to money. He just kind of sits around and he's like, well, I don't have any money. And there was a lot of uh, resentment towards my mother and what she was doing with her money because basically like my father was focused more on paying bills 
my mother would, you know, work a few overtimes and then go on a trip somewhere. And there was a lot of resentment from my father towards my mother for that. Um, so I think that's why I fear more resentment from him, even though he hasn't said much to me directly with the exception of, um, you know, the whole thing with like him, me buying more expensive food. Oh, wait, hold on, there's something else. So <laughs> there was a pretty uh, heated discussion that came up between the two of us um, related to, you know, like how, how I was raised and just me feeling like there was a lot of verbal and, and some physical abuse. He wasn't very fond of me saying that. Um, and I mentioned, because a, a lot of times with these, um, you know, parents do the best they can with these upbringings. It's like, you know, they, they feel like they have to do it. Um, and when I challenged him on that and told him like, hey, no, I'm not okay. Because a lot of times, you know, when you've got, you know, this kind of abuse, like it's been passed down and everyone's like, oh, well, I was spanked and I turned out just fine. And I'm like, I'm not okay. <laughs> I've been to therapy, like working through all this stuff. Um, and his response was, well, that's because you have money to throw away. Mm -hmm. So that's another area in which I've felt the resentment about money. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Yeah, so this is this is what I'm seeing. Tell me if this is resonating with you. Um, but it's kind of, and this is just the beginning, right? Like, mm -hmm. this is just the beginning of kind of unraveling this for yourself. Um, because I'm already seeing several places um, that we can kind of move and release things to really have this this block feel like it's it's not in the way um, in your life, uh, but one thing I want to just show you is that you grew up watching, okay, mom, like hustling around money and just making it happen for herself. Right. And I think you admire that in many ways. Um, um, I'm sure it's not perfect, but would you say that's true? Um, because I spent so much time with my father and listening to his belief system around that for a while I resented her for it because she did it in a way that wasn't sustainable like she would forget to pay not forget she would neglect to pay the the gas bill and be on a trip somewhere and I remember like the gas being cut off one day and my father having to come up with almost a thousand dollars to pay that bill so I haven't seen what it looks like to be abundant and responsible I've seen the two opposite extremes. I've seen just, you know, neglecting your bills and going out and having fun and going and ending up in a ton of debt. And I've seen sitting around and complaining that there isn't enough money and not really being willing to do much about it and blaming all financial problems on another person. Yeah, I hear that. And what I can what I can feel from that little girl is her just taking on her dad's opinion of what mom was doing. Mm -hmm. But there was just see if there's a part of you that can feel like, wow, mom made that happen on your own, not your dad's voice. I can see that. Yeah. If you, and it's hard to separate the two. I know. <laughs> it, it, very hard to separate the two. But if you take a moment 
can you feel a difference? If you're like, okay, I'm giving that voice for just a moment back to my dad. It's his opinion and his way of seeing it. What does that little girl actually feel about mom being on vacation? She's glad that mom is on vacation because when mom is on vacation, then she's not harassing me at home. <laughs> and when she comes back, she's pleasant for a week. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So the reason I'm, I'm pointing this out is that of course you feel like you're going to be unliked or unloved if you're successful or if you make more or if you're doing things that make you happier or richer in some way, because that was literally the dynamic between your parents. Mom would figure out a way to make something and dad would resent her for it. Mm. You see that? Yes. And you watched that for a long time and you saw what it did to your dad when you were younger. And to some degree what it did to you too and with like the you know gas getting cut off or bills coming through. But mm -hmm. that's more your dad. Yeah, is there some emotion coming up? Yes. Yeah. Like, I'm like, oh yeah, the camera's on. She can see that I'm crying. <laughs> yeah. Try not to suppress it, so let mm. it up. And when you're ready, put some words to it when you're ready. I don't know if I have words for it yet. <laughs> so just tell me the feeling. What's the feeling? Um, it feels horrible to be resented by someone who's supposed to love you. Yeah, but what's the feeling? Sadness. For yourself, for them, for your mom? Everybody. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because it feels like the resentment isn't love. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. I get that. So through watching that dynamic and also seeing it now as an adult kind of come towards you through your dad as well, that's why it's, that's why you contract, you know, because you've just seen when somebody can make more, do the things they love or dream of doing, it's not received in a, in a welcoming way, mm -hmm. you know? It's perceived as irresponsible or perceived as too much or perceived as um, you can do that, but I can't, right? Yeah. Okay. And then you'll see that everywhere, even if somebody doesn't really even have an intention of that. You know, maybe there's just a comment or appreciation of where you're at and it'll still be taken in like that because it's coded that way. The lens is that way, you know? Yeah, I, I find that even when I get compliments in the apartment, I go into like explaining why I had to get someplace that's this big. And, right. You know, like I go into basically trying to defend <laughs> my apartment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so how do we start to 
the process of moving through this, right? Um, and that's, that's, that's what we do in the parent work. And so I'm going to give you a conversation um, to have, all right? So I'll kind of lay it out for you. Um, and then you can tell me like how easy or hard it feels, okay? Okay. Um, so to your point, a lot of this, not all of it, your mom has a role in this, absolutely. Um, but like I said, because we're just taking the first steps around this, um, we're going to actually kind of go, go to dad, okay, and have a conversation. And the, the, the most important part of opening up to dad is not parenting him. So this is something that we cover an extent um, in my program, but, but it's called parenting your parents. Um, and all of us do it. There's nobody that I know that doesn't do it. It's kind of what I found part of the developmental process as a child into an adult. But, um, but basically the energy that I want you to come to this conversation from, because that will change the quality of the conversation is just being open and curious, okay? And coming into the conversation as his child, not as somebody that's trying to teach him something, trying to make him get something, or trying to make him, uh, you, know, um, you know, be different in any way. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah, you're smiling. Because I have a tendency to do that everybody <laughs> yes yes that's right and so that's why it's a process to kind of uh start to really um train retrain ourselves to not because it's a protective mechanism it's it's our way of protecting ourselves from whatever we experience in our childhood and in your case in this situation judgment you know and so we want to kind of pull that wall down, you know, keep kind of an openness and a curiosity because that will change the quality of the conversation with your dad. Okay. Okay. So the conversation, uh, I feel like would look like this, like, um, it's, it's, it's been really hard and scary for me to, start my business, go after my music career, and not know if I'll ever make it or have what I want or, you know, be successful and be able to take care of myself. And it's, it's been scary for a long time. And now I feel like I have some you know, traction that I kind of figured out a bit of my place. And, and with that has come like financial success. And it didn't come easy at all from an emotional standpoint and from uh, like hustling standpoint. And I, as your daughter, that's a key phrase right there. I, as your daughter, really would love to hear that you're proud of me that you see what I've accomplished and that it's not easy. 
because that would mean the world to me. That would make me feel like I can, I can conquer the world. How are you feeling as I said all that? I'm sad because I've, I have felt like because my path to success has not been, hasn't required a lot of hustling. <laughs> I've worked with um, my business coach to like take the hustle out of my life. And my father's retired. So, you know, he sees, or when I was living with them, he saw my lifestyle. He saw me wake up in the morning, walk downstairs to the basement to teach, you know, teach a few lessons every day, not have to work very hard. And I don't feel like what I've been able to accomplish has been respected um, because it hasn't required a lot of hustle. <laughs> and it's almost like I believe that I have to work very, very hard in order for my parents to be proud of me. Yes. I, I believe that it's not about, you know, what I am able to attain. It's, it's about matching their struggle. Mm -hmm. So you, you can say all that, but just keep it about you. And truth is, is that you did hustle a lot before. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So maybe not now because you've consciously tried to take that out, mm -hmm. but you've done a lot of hustling. Oh yes. <laughs> yeah. So you can't discount that. So when you're saying to him, I've hustled, you have, mm -hmm. and then you can add the part of, and I've consciously really trying to not so that I can take care of myself in the process and be more responsible in certain ways, you know? And you can even say, I need you to be proud of that. It would really support me if you were proud of that as well. Because truth is you still have to find clients. Maybe you don't hustle in the way that you used to, but you still find clients. You still have to show up every day with them, give them your all. Uh, enough for them to refer other people or, you know, whatever your model is. It's still, it may not look as, look like hustling, but it's still not nothing. <laughs> it's good work. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the piece that we'd have to actually, we would, we would handle with mom because that's actually, that's her. Um, but, but this is the conversation. Mm-hmm. Do you think you can have that? Yeah. Yeah. You sure? 
you know, I'm dreading it, but I can have a conversation. Yeah. What are you dreading? The last time me and my father had one of these conversations, it didn't end well. There was a lot of resentment. Yeah. Um, and then and the, really quickly, the reason why that usually happens, and that's, you're not alone in this, is because we're trying to make them get it. Or we're trying to have them see our point. Does okay. that make sense? Yeah, and it does. In, in this conversation, you're not having him see a point or get anything. You're just expressing your feelings and asking for support. This is very different. Okay. Very, very, very different. And 99% of the conversations that most people have with their parents doesn't come from this place, hence why we're so frustrated. Okay, that makes sense. Okay. So just know that this is very different before you go in. Yeah. Okay. And you'll still have fears. I mean, it's, it's not easy. I'm not going to say that. But it will, you'll see what comes out of it. Just be open to not knowing what could come out of it. Okay. Okay? Because our minds will go straight into like, oh, he might say this, or he might do this, or he might bring up that. And then what, you know, it'll, you know, all the things. And maybe he does, but maybe he doesn't. Yeah. Maybe he doesn't. And keep coming from this place, even if he does. Okay, because if he does bring up things that make you feel worse in the conversation, it's usually because you're still, tr the intention is a little bit still in the space of like, I need to change you. You know what I mean? It's still a little bit in there because it's hard to unlearn all of it. Does that make sense right off the bat? Yeah. Um, and I'm not making it your fault, just so we're clear. Um, I'm just saying that the reaction usually comes through in that way, you know? Okay. Any other thoughts about that? And, and anything that we covered, what, what are you feeling overall from this conversation? There's a part of me that wants to be quote unquote strong and doesn't want to be vulnerable and ask for support. There's a part of me that's like, no, I don't need you to be proud of me. Um, okay. <laughs> and, and yeah, it's really just fair that you'll just be like, no. What was that last point you said? It was be fair. Oh. There's a fear that he might just say no. Oh, no. Yes, 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 absolutely. Let's see what happens. I, um, I can feel that it won't be a no, <laughs> okay? Because your daddy loves you, even though it often feels like the behaviors don't feel that way. And so, yeah, we're, we're we're asking for what's at the root of this. And that's what's hard because it's super vulnerable. Yeah, super vulnerable. But you can do it. Yeah. And if it's a no, I will tell you, we will still support you to, through it till you get a yes, okay? Okay. So know that sometimes this isn't the only conversation you'll have. 
might require several because he may not totally get where you're coming from and we haven't explained everything and often as their children we haven't really let them in on a lot of things mm -hmm. um and so they need a little bit more context because they're just fiercely protecting you in the way that they know how you know mm -hmm. um and so sometimes they need more but we're gonna give it a shot and then know that if it doesn't work this first time that does not mean anything okay, okay. does not mean anything Cool. Yes. All right. Okay. What pieces do feel like relief to you from this conversation? Um, just understanding where this fear comes from and like this uh, connection or intermingling between love and resentment. Um, that's been very eye-opening. Um, as far as like real relief, I, I can't say that I feel that yet. <laughs> yep, that's totally uh, fair. <laughs> uh, we'll see what happens after this conversation. <laughs> yes, sounds good. Sounds good. That's totally real. Okay. Well, I can't wait to hear how this goes for you and what uh, unfolds from here and know you're not alone in this yeah okay yes um i won't leave you hanging um, thank you. yeah and uh so yes for those of you listening to sarah's story it's not just her story there are nuggets here that can really support you in your own life so what are some of the money stories that you might have from your upbringing and how is that keeping you from success or uh, a raise or changing careers or finding your purpose? Um, reflect on that for a moment and see if you can find any connections back to your childhood and your relationship with your parents. And uh, I can't wait to hear how that goes for you, all of you. And we will circle back with Sarah after she has her conversation with her dad. Thank you so much, Sarah, and for being vulnerable and open. Yeah. Thank you for your help and your time. I appreciate it. You're welcome. <laughs>